afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the broadcast of the Prism Forest School of Business. I'm Salome Chung. I'm a business strategist and the CEO of Prism for Enterprises. If you are listening or watching this broadcast, uh, welcome. And thank you for your support as usual. And your um, comments and questions are welcome because that is how I know um, what you're responding to and what questions you have and what topics you would like for me to cover um, on this broadcast. Um, today, I am going to cover the topic of business credit. And for me, um, as a business owner, I thought business credit was personal credit with the word business in front of it. Not so. <laughs> business credit is really a financial tool that should enable business owners to access capital, goods, and services based on their credit worthiness, uh, much less personal credit. It plays a crucial role in growth and sustainability of your business. This allows you to establish trust with creditors, suppliers, and lenders. Building a strong business credit profile can unlock certain benefits, such as lower interest rates, higher credit limits, and increased opportunities for expansion and investment. And that's the important part, increased opportunities for expansion and investment. And that's gonna be my focus today. And my guest today um, is going to help me navigate this business credit realm of which I'm learning as well. Uh, my guest is Todd Miller. Of Jay Gold. Todd is an expert on business credit. And Todd became an expert, well, in his experience. Um, he understood the impact that a business and its finances and um, everything that comes with running a business, how much of an impact it can have on your personal credit and your personal life. Um, in my conversations with Todd, um, his goal to um, for getting into the business credit realm is really centered around having business owners um, not risk their personal credit, their personal life, their um, all their their um, the way they're living, their standard of living by having your business impacted. If you, in his words. If we can make small and medium-sized businesses stronger, uh, then we also build stronger communities and a stronger country. So I'd like to welcome Todd to the broadcast today. Um, Todd, welcome. Um, if I did not cover everything in my introduction, please um, tell the people, my audience, everyone in your world and my world, um, about um, your foray into business credit. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Salome. I really appreciate it. Um, I think you pretty much covered it to a T, other than the one uh, small point uh, that I had a business and I uh, didn't know the difference between that personal credit or business credit either. And when the business failed, it landed me personally in bankruptcy court because I didn't separate the two, the business versus the personal. So um, that is what drives me every day and what I strive to uh, inform and educate other business owners about so they don't have to go through the same perils that I went through. Uh, awesome. And, and thank you, Todd, for sharing that personal story because it, it, that occurs more often than we think and know. And uh, um, as a business owner myself, I'm passionate also about um, providing business owners with the tools so they can avoid the pitfalls of um, whether it's credit, making bad decisions, not um, having the business structured in the way that they should. So my first question, Todd, is um, what is the importance of establishing and maintaining a strong business credit profile? 
The most important part of it is one, the separation of personal finance versus business. Um, most people's misconception, like you said early in the introduction, is uh, business credit is just uh, my personal with a B on it. Well, it's not. Um, your company's LLC or employer identif identification number is your business's social security number, and business credit can be built on your EIN. Okay. Um, now, for someone new um, to business or thinking of starting a business, um, what, in your view, is the first thing they should do um, when they when they're thinking of establishing um, business credit. I mean, for me, in my experience, when I started my business, business credit was the furthest thing from my mind. Didn't, um, and this sounds um, naive and, and crazy, but um, I never thought I needed to have um, a, a separate business pro credit profile as it relates to business separate and a part of my um, my personal credit. And I can't stress this enough because it's really, really important. Um, how do I, as a business strategist, get business owners to, or prospective business owners to really um, acknowledge and, and learn the importance of business credit? Um, so, um, what are the key factors um, that contribute to a business credit score, and how can a company improve their credit worthiness business wise? Business credit has to be built intentionally. Unlike personal credit, 93% of all business credits not reported. So, you don't, trying to do it alone, uh, trying to figure out which 7% actually be import, imported or reported, excuse me, um, is going to be difficult. And most people don't know that there's actually a, a business credit scoring system. Unlike your personal FICO score, anywhere from 350 to 850, the business credit score is anywhere from zero to 100. Just like on the personal side, you know, you get above that 720 or better on a personal uh, credit. All the banks want your money, right? You walk into a car dealership and uh, sign and drive for a car with pretty much no money down and move on. Same thing as you get you get above the 70 to 80 on your paydex score for your uh, corporation. Same thing. All the banks are clamoring for your business. You're going to get the best interest rates available. And with business credit, you're going to get 10 to 100 times more credit than you would on your personal. So. Awesome. Awesome. And, and that's important to know, because as we've been really harping on, um, <laughs> business credit is not personal credit. It couldn't be further from the truth. Correct. Uh, now, if you are, um, as I mentioned before, um, entrepreneurs, particularly uh, new business owners, small business, um, aren't aren't familiar with the fact that um, business credit is important. Now, if you if you are a um, if you are a startup with no credit history at all, um, how do you um, establish? your initial credit business credit profile what be what would you suggest their first steps to be um one of our first steps in our seven step process is building your credibility foundation so getting the checkpoints that um all the lenders and banks look at making sure your secretary of state matches uh, your filing matches with the IRS making sure that you've got a, uh, either a virtual business uh, office or a location that doesn't show um, your personal address so that you look credible in the eyes of the lenders. And that's you know just some of the uh, checkpoints that most people have never heard of this company, but it's called LexisNexis. And what do they do? They collect data for banks and lenders. So you know making sure that that 125 point data list that they look at and they check on every business when they 
send over to a bank to approve or deny a, a business loan. You can start working on some of those key things yourself to make uh, things easier as far as a startup goes. But you know, in reality, we just had a, a member come on, just filed for his LLC, doesn't even have hasn't even earned his first dollar, but he's going to start building business credit because he understands that if I build business credit now, I'm way ahead of the power curve going forward. Mm -hmm. So. It Interesting that you say um, those simple little components um, and actions really can impact your ability to establish credit. Um, it, it's kind of like um, your social media profile. You want to be telling one story, uh, you know, across all platforms. So in your business, um, you want to be telling the same story, your, your accounting practices, how you're registered with the Secretary of State, how you're filing your taxes, are you using the same name? Um, so that, you know, when uh, the business credit, um, those uh, things that pick up your business credit know it's the same person and you start Correct. to build it rather than your John Smith over here and your ABC uh, plumbing over here <laughs> and, and you're someone else in your, your bank records are in another name. So, so it's really, really important that you get your ducks in a row. Um, you're speaking the same language in every aspect of your business. And that's a good start. Um, when I uh, started looking into business credit um, originally, uh, I was told that one of the best ways to start was as a business, um, the companies that you're um, purchasing from. So for example, um, if you're purchasing supplies uh, or um, stationery, whatever you need for your business, um, you should start purchasing it in the business name. Don't just run to Office Depot and buy uh, printing paper, uh, whip out your credit card, <laughs> pay for it, and go on about your business. Um, you always have to be um, present of mind when you're running a business. You go in, you're, you're um, hopefully um, using your business um, checking account, business debit card, whatever it is. Those simple little things really can get you started. So when someone like you, Todd, come along, uh, there's something for you to work with. Um, can you expand on that a little bit? Uh, I'd love to. Um, you know, one of those things that you were just talking about that I like to talk to members about all the time is um, you know, you go into a bank as a startup or as you start in business because you're good at what you do. You're good at uh, being a, a strategist and you're good at uh, coaching, but nobody tells you about how to build business credit. So you go in, you apply for what you think is a business credit card and they say, okay, Salome, no problem. Uh, I'm just going to need to have you check this box right here at, at, to use your personal social security number on it. And you think, oh, perfect. No problem. Um, but I'm, I'm putting it in the business, so you won't really need my social. And then you get your card and it says Slummy Chung Prism for Enterprises below it. And you go, oh, okay, no big deal. Unbeknownst to you, the banks and the lenders are trying to mitigate risk and damages in case your business fails. And you're piercing your corporate veil by using that card because they, you've given them your personal social security number. So you've left your personal assets at risk. So, you know, it's, it's how the industry has been run for hundreds of years and we're industry disruptors in that uh, sense. But, you know, I, I try to get that education out to business owners on some of those just key points like you're talking about. I'll give you another uh, tidbit that most people don't understand. Do you know if you're using a Gmail or a Yahoo or any of the free email um, for your business? That that's almost automatic denial on a business loan or business credit because it's free and you don't look like you're a credible uh, company and it's not tied to a website and it doesn't have your business name on it. Right. 
Um, so um, johnsmith at gmail.com. <laughs> and Peter Brown at yahoo.com is not going to cut it. Um, I, I use, I have, you know, people I come in contact with always ask me uh, which email is, is um, the best email for you because I have multiple emails and uh, um, which is something I should correct. Um, but when I started out in business, I did exactly what you, you're talking about. It was a random name at, at um, what was the email? AOL.com. <laughs> AOL.com. <laughs> Or Hotmail. Remember Hotmail? I still have my Hotmail account. Because I do too. That's what everybody was using. But uh, I quickly, as you, if you really look at it, um, uh, you know, from a business perspective, look at it from the lender or someone who you're requesting credit from. Who's Don Brown at, um, <laughs> at yahoo.com? Now, if you see... Todd Miller at jgalt.com. That's a completely different thing because that says this is someone who's invested into his business because his business is part of his brand. And now the lender or the funder feels a little more comfortable knowing that he's dealing with someone who's in the business for the long run, not just someone who is, you know, I'm trying a, a thing. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So that that gives um, you as a business owner more credibility, more stability, um, and gives um, the lender a little more um, faith in you as a risk because because you're a risk. And the the um, the more the more risk you can eliminate from your profile, the more um, opportunity you give the lender to deny you, the more you um, remove those, um, then you stand a better chance of, of getting get, getting the credit and the funding that you need. So Perfect. absolutely. Uh, so um, Todd, um, let's talk a little bit about um, the role um, business credit plays in getting financing. Uh, what types of options are available for businesses with stronger credit profiles? How is that, um, uh, and how does that really impact a business? Because what I've learned from my from knowing you and my relationship with you is how important, um, not just how important building a credit a business credit profile, a strong business credit profile but how it can uh, massively impact um, the longevity of your business. And I, I, I'm a big preacher of longevity and the things you can do um, to achieve longevity in your business. So having that strong credit profile, um, what effect is it going to have on obtaining financing and the types of financing that are available to someone with a stronger business credit profile? Somebody that has a strong business credit profile, Slomi, actually opens up um, all the doors to your longevity, like you said, because let's be honest, we know that most small business, small to medium sized businesses fail within the first five to 10 years. Um, so it opens up, you asked about some of them, equipment financing, vehicle financing, 401k financing. I didn't think this was very important when I first started with JGALP, but accounts receivable financing. And then I started talking to a guy that does government contracts. And that becomes extremely important because they're paying on 90 to 120 days. So how are you making payroll? if you're not getting paid on that job for four months down the road. So that's extremely important because now it's opening up. Okay. Well, you've got AR financing, so you've got this money that's coming in. So we'll, well, this is opened up because you've got a strong business credit profile, real estate financing. You want to buy your own building and uh, put your office in there instead of renting and paying somebody else's mortgage on it. 
you know, it opens up all the doors um, that, you know, let's be honest, most people don't uh, think about or talk about because we're not told or taught it from anybody in business. Just like me and you have had the conversation in the past. People know only what they've been told or taught. And most of the time, it's bad information. And it's not the right information. Absolutely. And uh, I want to um, follow up. I want to pick up on a couple of things you mentioned. Uh, and it, it, I, I want to really stress it. Um, when you speak about being able to um, buy a building rather than rent a building, um, I can't stress enough how much of an amazing um, impact that can have on a business. If you're able to, to purchase a vehicle in your business name, if you're able to um, buy a building rather than rent a building, if you're able to, you, you can pretty much call the shots. And it, if those are things that you can do, um, it really um, sets you apart from your competition because you're you're now way ahead of the game um with with being able to to harness and command that kind of um business financing via your strong business credit profile you can you, if you need to expand your business in a certain way and we haven't talked about that yet <laughs> if you if you're thinking of expanding scaling maybe opening up a new uh branch maybe um uh you want to acquire a, a, a um another a smaller company uh all of the um business avenues all, the, all of a sudden opens up to you because you have that strong credit foundation. You get an opportunity. It gives you the, affords you the opportunity to take advantage of those opportunities when they're presented. Like you said, if you're going to grow and scale and let's say Joe's uh, plumbing down the street is really struggling, but he's got some equipment and he's got some good employees and you can buy him out and, gain more employees that are already skilled and trained so you don't have to invest in that and maybe buy his equipment and now his customer base now you've just doubled in size where if you're doing it the old-fashioned way by bootstrapping it you can't do that because I, I don't have any room on my personal credit to make those purchases and you instead of taking charge with the growth of the business, you're doing it very hesitantly because you're worried about what you can afford to do and what, where am I going to put, what's this going to do to my situation financially for the business? Your choices are limited. Um, There's th certain things you, you, you can't even imagine doing because you know your, your business is not positioned to do it. Now, if you've got uh, um, that strong foundation of a great business credit profile and, and you can command the type of financing that you need to do whatever you need to do to take your business in whatever direction you want to take, then, you know, I, I, I can't stress enough um, how, uh, you know, how strong and how, um, how amazing your positioning in your industry or in your market will be when you're someone, when you're a business that really puts some focus on, on your business credit. Um, this is something, uh, you know, kind of like hiring a coach or having a strategist that a lot of businesses seem to um, think not important uh, and they don't prioritize those things until the business starts to get into trouble. The, the horse has already gone through the gate. Um, it's going to cost you a lot more to correct the situation. Uh, so we're here to say, I'm talking to my viewers now, that this is something that you need to make a priority. You need to, if you haven't already done so, you need to start thinking about it. Um, what credit uh, business credit strategies you want to put in place for your business 
because if you haven't done so, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to start now. I cannot stress how important that is. Having said that, though, um, I know uh, most people are aware of the things that they're doing in their personal credit that's, that impacts their personal credit. Um, what are business owners doing? Uh, what are some of the things they're doing that negatively impacts their credit? And uh, um, I want, Todd, for you to give us a few, maybe two or three that they're doing or the ones you think are important that they're doing that's negatively impacting their credit and uh, um, what they can do to really um, correct what they're doing. On their personal credit, Slummy, or on, on their, their on business, their business credit. credit? Yeah. Well, uh, let's start out with some of the simplest things. Um, people like you, we talked about earlier, Joe Smith Plumbing um, with uh, Home Depot, and then they go over to uh, another account and they uh, file it as uh, ABC Plumbing. Well, the with business credit, 93% of it not being reported. If you're reporting here and then you're reporting over here at John Smith's plumbing and you're reporting at uh, Prism for Enterprises, they're not gonna look for, I wanna make sure we're reporting this to the right person for them. So that's gonna negatively affect your credit um, right there because they don't know who to report to. So they just report it based off what they have and you may not be getting credit right there for an account that you've had open for a while since you've had your business. Some of the things that I see that has transferred over from personal to business is people have an account with somebody and they start to go up, get very conservative with their money. So they start closing their accounts. Well, they don't think about the accounts that they're closing. Yeah, they may be on their personal side, but you're closing those ones that you've had the longest that show the most history. And if you're closing those down, now you're pretty much wiping the slate clean. So now if you're going to go in to apply for a business loan and you've got, uh, let's say you've got uh, two credit cards uh, in your personal name and they've been open for six months to a year, they don't have, yeah, they see that you had previous, but now that they don't have anything to draw off of. So, you know, you don't have any strong uh, foundation or credibility. So now you're uh, starting to uh, hedge those bets in their favor of just hitting the decline button. Um, there again, uh, you know, a lot of it starts with the uh, fundability. And, you know, uh, some people can go out and get some of these business credit uh, in their own EIN. And there's some uh, real companies out there that you can start doing on your own without coming to a professional service like ours. Uh, Uline, Granger are both a uh, couple members that are uh, within our uh, lender suite or our, our vendors in our credit suite that actually report to the bureaus. So, you know, if you're going to do it, might as well do it and get credit for it, whether you want to grow and scale or whether you just want to be by yourself or have uh, two or three uh, people as owner operator and a, a couple family owned business, go and make, let it start working for you. You're making the payments anyway. So why don't you uh, be, make the payments on something that's going to work for you and start building you a foundation? If you, um, Todd, are, let's use a, a startup as an example, and uh, you you have no money, which most startups don't, and uh, it, using also your experience of using your personal to fund your business, um, a lot of times when you want to apply for a, a loan and you don't qualify, they'll say, well, you get a co-signer. Um, is that something that applies in in uh, business credit as well? Whether it's uh, um, it's a your partner, your I mean your um, 
personal partner, your business partner, whether it's, uh, um, uh, you know, you have more than one business partners. Um, how does that work with um, personal, uh, with business credit, sorry, um, when you're seeking a loan or funding? Uh, is that is that a strategy that you would recommend um, having someone else sign on um, if that person does is not associated with the business and have a good credit profile themselves? No, I wouldn't recommend it. You know, and here's one of the things that's a misnomer that I I tell a lot of uh, members that you can have be overextended on your personal credit. You can have gone through a bankruptcy. You can have uh, edgy credit because most do because they use their personal credit so much that their debt to income ratios are so far out of whack that their uh, their business is holding their personal credit hostage. So they can't even, most can't even buy a house. Um, so no, you can build business credit even if your personal credit isn't so good. So I wouldn't suggest as a startup, I would still suggest start now, start your business credit journey now, because when you do start getting the funds and the money's coming in fast and you think everything is great, you're way ahead of the game because now you have the complete access to credit and capital that you will ever need for that longevity of your business. So when you hit your five and most people uh, that have started a small business are out, you're not, you're one of the uh, strongest and you're actually buying those that are going out of business because, oh, I can acquire this, I can acquire this, I can buy this, I've got that book of business. You're, you're positioning yourself to be king of the mountain. Um, what are you hearing from, from your members, Todd, in um, post-COVID um, in terms of what you just mentioned? Uh, the position that your business is in, especially when uncertain times come around. Um, is it your experience that a lot of businesses who are impacted from COVID and then needed funding or loans just was not in a position to, to, um, to do it? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'll give you some stats and I'm kind of drawing off my memory on it. So I'm sure it's not exact, but at the end of uh, quarter four for 2021, uh, the banks were approving on an average of about 49% of all loans um, that businesses were applying for, which is pretty strong when you think about it. That's that's you know, pretty good. One out of two almost is uh, being approved, hit the approve stamp. Fast forward to quarter one of 2023, um, obviously, we know what the interest rates are doing, what the feds are, are doing, what trying to slow down the inflation rate. Um, that's dropped down to about 19%. Wow. So that's uh, pretty quickly affecting. Here's another negative stat, but it uses I use it as fuel for why I go to work and um, try to educate every day. Last year in 2023, 595,000 small businesses closed their doors with an average of $83,000 of business debt crashing down on their personal assets. To me, that's 594,999 too many, right? Can you repeat that again, please? <laughs> 595,000 small businesses close their doors 2022 with an average debt of $83,000 crashing down on their personal finances. I'll fast forward it to just first quarter of 2023, 300,000 small businesses close their doors. So with the interest rates raising, with inflation raising, with competition obviously raising, it's affecting all of us. So the time is now to build your business credit because if we have another COVID or you name it, it keeps you in business when they're closing the doors and you're not uh, losing your home because your business was closed by something that was outside of your control. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
one of the things I preach in my, my commitment to business longevity is when I say to people, 90% of businesses are failing, people tend not to want to believe that that is a true statistic. They think it's just that, oh, you, you know, you're selling me a bill of goods. Um, that cannot possibly be true. How can so many businesses be failing? Well, well, they are. And, and your statistics um, bear that out because it, it, it is just what it is. Um, business, the fact that so many new businesses start is kind of masking um, the impact of the ones that are failing. Um, it is very important for, for uh, biz business owners, existing business owners, business owners who want to scale, have a successful, just business in general. So important to be aware of the fact that no matter how well you are doing, the chances for failure is always there. And there are certain strategies that you need to have in place to avoid this. A part of that is what I teach. Let me show you how to see the, the, the writing on the wall. A part is what you do. Um, get your business credit right. So when when everything hits the fan, um, you're in a position where you can say, here, Mr. Um, bank Manager or Mr. SBA or whatever, or Mr. Venture Capitalist, this is the position I'm in. Um, I need money. And you can, you're able now to command um, whether your business lives or dies. Um, and, you know, business owners, that's my challenge, um, Todd, and yours as well, is really to change the mindset of business owners. Because you're doing well, there's no guarantee. And even if you're doing well, you could be doing better. <laughs> How about having the mindset of, I want to do better. I want to get from here to there. And these are the things I do, um, I need to do to get there and having a strong business credit profile is one of them. I agree. And, you know, that's one of those things. Um, we all think small because we think within our budget. Um, but, you know, do you think that the Amazons of the world thought that they would be, you know, just living out of their garage for the rest of their uh, career? Or I'll throw you another one. Apple? I mean, maybe you might have heard of them. I, I think I think I've got one right here, and I'm on one right now. You know, <laughs> but I'll give you a, an example of that too, Salmi. So um, there was a report out that Amazon has 1,158 different um, credit lenders in their business. So if Amazon's doing it. And you know, as well as I do, Jeff Bezos ain't personally guaranteeing anything for Amazon. But if Amazon's doing it and Nike does it and Apple and all these major corporations do it, isn't it time that those of us that are on Wall uh, Main Street start getting the same advantages that Wall Street's been taking advantage of for hundreds of years? Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> and it, it's all about um, awareness. Right. And um, we have to really and, and that's what this this um, this broadcast is about, is really um, pushing that that pushing the fact that this is so important. One of the there are three, I think, three main reasons business fail. And on top one of those uh, <laughs> in the top three is funding. Um, so you can't, you don't have money to support scale and grow your business. You're not going to make it in business and, and at the heart of, of being able to procure funding other than, uh, you know, being lucky and having a rich relative or, um, being financially, um, stable yourself that you're able to fund it. One of it is, is having the credit to be able to command 
that type of positioning. I, I can't stress it enough that um, business owners really are not focused as they should. Um, yeah, they're, 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 they think about credit, Todd, and they think about the importance of funding, but they're not doing the work as far as um, the foundation of, of getting, um, of establishing good business credit. You know, I, I need to, um, you, you can't build your house on sand and expect it to stand because you, um, when you think of, of a good business, and we talked about this at the beginning, um, you, it can't be, yeah, you, you know, some people decide, you know, I'm just going to try and see if this works. But the minute you see it starting to work, you really need to get serious and have an actual business, not a side hustle that that is um, um, John Smith um, at gmail.com and, and you go whip out your, your personal um, check and, and credit card to buy um, business, to buy your business supplies at, at Home Depot. Um, Uline is a great resource. Someone mentioned them to me and they would send me their, their um, catalogs from time to time. Um, and these are some of the things that um, business owners just don't know. And we go back to the to that popular phrase use people are using nowadays, you don't know what you don't know. So um, my challenge, your challenge is really to change minds um, and to to really uh, get more visibility on, on this topic of business credit and what is actually business credit, why it's important and why it's um, it's necessary, um, having a good profile necessary for the, um, for the longevity of your business. So before we close out, Todd, we've been uh, talking for 45 minutes, so that, that's pretty good. Um, what are, before you tell people how they can find you and uh, um, how they can connect with you, um, I, at the end of um, every broadcast, I always ask this question. Um, what would you, if you had to give um, yourself, <laughs> Todd, one piece of advice before you started a business in terms of um, business credit, building a business, building a solid business, what would that be? It's going to sound like a, a punch statement or, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a plug, you know, I, but in reality, there's a better way to grow and fund your business, build business credit right off the start and use other people's money so that your personal assets are protected from whatever happens in the business, because I love uh, talking uh, with you, Salome, because you know stats and you're very uh, focused on stats. You know, you you talked about it just a second ago about you start uh, this side hustle and you start making some money. Well, uh, let's think fast forward that a little bit further. Let's play that scenario out you start making some money and you forget about that financial plan. You got a business plan, you got everything else, but you don't think about the financial plan because money's coming in. 82% of all businesses close their doors because of cash flow casualties. They just straight run out of cash. How's that possible? I, I, I'm getting money here and there. I'm, well, I'm just going to elaborate a little more. And I know you've uh, allowed me 45 minutes already. I've talked to multiple. We're, we're just gonna go with the flow, Todd. Okay, this I, I was is, just saying. This is this is a very important topic, and and I can't stress the importance enough. And it's crucial. You just quoted that eighty-two percent figure. That is pretty darn scary. So you know, I'll allow time, but anything I can do to shine a light on how important this topic is. So um, you go ahead, Todd. 
Okay. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, I'm hearing from a lot of the trades industries that pre-COVID, um, you know, accounts receivables were anywhere from 30 to 60 days. Um, you would think coming out of post-COVID, we'd be back down to that 30 to 60 days. It's actually vice versa. We're actually now 90 to 120 days before businesses are being paid. And there's your cash flow casualty right there. I'll give you an example. And I have to look up the notes. But um, so I had a, a member I was talking to the other day, been in business uh, for well over 20 years and doing almost a million dollars a year. And I said, you know, um, tell me, you know, how long is your um, normal accounts receivable? You know, about approximately 60 days. I said, well, so you're doing pretty bad and pretty good versus the rest of uh, the contractors and trades industries that I talk to. Um, that's, that's relatively good. Yeah. I said, but let me just throw this out there to you because I've got a formula as well. So you're carrying $147,945 and I can tell you the pennies, but in money for jobs that you've already done and moved on. So now somebody's holding $150,000 of your money, which is holding you captive. So you can't move forward to that next job or bid two more jobs down the road because you're waiting on this money to come down the pipeline that you've already done the job for. And I can go through these multiple times. It's, it's, that's your reality right there. That's your cash flow casually. If you had access to a line of credit in your business name, instead of you using all your personal credit up to bid that next job, or maybe not be able to uh, bid that next job because you can't afford the supplies. But if you had a line of credit, that was 10 times the amount of your personal credit or a hundred times, would you even think about uh, what the accounts receivable were that were sitting on the books? Probably not as much as you would when it's on your personal credit, right? No, you, you wouldn't be losing as much sleep over, no. you know, that, that, that uh, not being able to, to speed up your, your accounts receivables because you know, you have an option. Um, right. Ergo, your your um, solid business credit gives you that option to fund whatever it is you need for your business, and that there that right there, Todd, <laughs> lies one of the main reasons for business failure. That ninety percent number is right there. It's it's not having access to your not having a quicker turnover of capital and not having the strong um, business credit profile that gives you that um, flexibility in terms of funding. Man, we could talk about this for hours, but... <laughs> hours, and I think me and you have, uh, and multiple yes. conversations. And yes. like I said, I love talking with you because you are a numbers person, very statistics-driven, and... Um, you know, you have to use those statistics because they're facts. And unfortunately, they're scary facts when you start looking at it from my side of the business and even yours, because you're dealing with the same clients as I am. Absolutely. And um, our challenge, as I said before, is really changing mindset that you need to be proactive rather than always be reacting to to the catastrophe that's coming because it's it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when um and you need to be prepared for the when so uh thank you so so much todd for for sharing today for being my guest i really do appreciate it i have learned a lot from you and i'm pretty sure um my um my guests uh my uh network everyone in my world as well as yours will have received some real value from everything that you you have shared today so please tell the audience how they can connect with you where they can find you um whether social media linkedin 
how would you like people to reach out to you? You can reach me pretty much anywhere, um, but that's not going to get it done. So uh, my email is uh, tmiller at jgalt.io, or you can call my direct number, 208-871-0947. It's sitting right here next to me at all times, or you can look me up on LinkedIn, like you said, and it's Todd Miller, and it'll say corporate credit behind it because that's what I'm doing is trying to rescue every small business and medium-sized business owners I can. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Todd. And uh, I will put your information in the comments section so that everyone who's watching or listening uh, can go check Todd out. Um, believe me, you won't be sorry. It, this could be what saves your business. <laughs> Believe me, it could be what saves your business from that 90% um, failure rate. And uh, it's, it's, it's really crucial to the longevity of your business that you start really building that, um, that business credit profile. So thanks again, Todd, for being here. And thank you to my audience for tuning in, whether you're listening or watching. I really do appreciate it. Please leave your comments. As I said before, uh, subscribe to the channel, um, share this uh, video or podcast recording with everyone in your world, anyone you uh, might know who does have a business and uh, or thinking of starting a business. Um, this is very crucial information. Thank you again for being here. And until I see you again, same time, same place on the School of Small Business.